Hello, this is Kerry, and this is the first of a few episodes that I'm going to do on buying a house. We talked about renting for the last several episodes, but now I want to talk about buying a house. And I want you to remember, when you buy a house, buy it when you are ready. Okay, and I'm going to tell you something that flies in the face of what many so-called experts say buy less house than you can afford. What people tell you to do, I heard when I was younger, and everyone says, buy more than you can afford, buy more house than you can afford, because your income's gonna always grow. I think they may be right. Hopefully your income's gonna continue to grow. I would hope so. If you're young, it's gonna continue to grow. Sometimes if you're older, it's gonna be decreased. But I'm talking about, call it starting out in your life when you're buying your first home and not knowing what to do. You're going to hear that from everybody or most people. I think, you know what? I think it's a risky proposition that puts too much pressure on you for the wrong reasons. Why not buy a little, just like I say with everything else, live a little bit below your means, buy a house that's a little bit below your means. Buy a house, you know what, that you go, I can sleep at night. Why not start out buying this house that you can afford? When your income grows enough, to support a nicer, larger home in a better neighborhood, then you can purchase that home. No pressure. When you buy your first home, you can take that extra income that you're not overextending yourself with to invest and save for your next home. Before you know it, you're going to be buying homes for cash or a limited down payment. You may think that's crazy, buying it for cash. Limited down payment makes sense, right? So, you know, at the beginning, you're probably buying it for 20% down payment. You keep increasing that. Well, you know what? This is how I did things as I got older. When I bought newer homes, I figured out, you know what? I'm never going to put pressure on myself. And I ultimately want to have my own home that nobody can ever take from me. And if you start building on this proposition of buying a little less, a little less, a little less, all of a sudden, you'll go, wait a second, look at this nice, amazing house that I'm in because I wasn't stupid and stressed myself out and caused myself financial problems and ended up maybe even causing myself health problems by trying to get more than I could afford because I thought I'm going to be doing a lot better. Hmm. Well, if you're doing a lot better, ultimately, you're going to be able to buy those houses. It's very consistent with other principles that I've talked about. Always please, you live below your means, it works. After buying my first house, and after renting for 10 years with a small mortgage, I purchased all my subsequent houses for cash. In addition, all the subsequent homes were more than affordable based on my existing assets. Now, I'm not. that's not me bragging. That's me telling you a good strategy that I believe is effective and I believe works. Now, people will tell you, oh, boy, you didn't get the mortgage deduction. You didn't do X, Y, and Z. Believe me, from a tax standpoint, I found ways to make sure to minimize my taxes. And it didn't hurt me by doing this. It helped me because I never ended up in a bad situation. Most importantly, okay, financially, great. But from a, from a, enjoyment standpoint, this strategy allows you to enjoy your young adult days without the pressure of a high mortgage and the responsibility of owning 
a home that you can't afford. If you combine this with what I said with renting, you rent, you rent, you rent. Well, while it makes sense for you to do rather than buying a home and you save up the money to buy your first home so that you're actually putting down a significant, more significant down payment than most people would do. And you're not putting pressure on yourself. Now, a lot of people will disagree with the strategy. It's probably controversial like a lot of the other things that I say in my podcast, but it depends upon your called risk, risk profile. If you want to be more risky, do more risky things, that's fine. If you want to be less risky than what I do, that's fine also. But do it according to what you think is important to you and how you want to manage your house, how you want to effectively live your life. I hope this home buying strategy makes sense for you. If not, I hope whatever strategy you use does. This is Kerry Siegel reminding you to please take control of your money before it takes control of you.